Good day, everybody. Uh, gonna talk about the NLDS and the ALDS today. Uh, the series start today in just you know roughly a few minutes. So let me let me get these picks in for you guys, and uh, we'll we'll see how these series play out. So let's start with the NLDS. Uh, starting off with the World Series favorite Dodgers taking on the San Diego Padres. Um, the Padres, of course, dispatched of the Mets in two games up in New York. Um, without a lot of resistance, especially in game two, when they only gave up one hit, Joe Musgrove was an absolute stud in that game. Uh, for this series, I'm going to pick the Dodgers to win in four. And I got a few reasons for that. Um, this year in the season series between these two teams, out of 19 games, the Dodgers won 14. Um, they outscored the Padres 109 to 47 in runs this year. Um, the Dodgers ERA in that in those games averaged about 1.2 1.92 and the Padres ERA was 5.55. So clearly all the numbers are in the Dodgers favor. Um, and yes, the Padres have talent, but the Dodgers are also very talented and very, very deep, especially their lineup. And just looking at the, at the top three of the Dodgers lineup, Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman, though all those guys are MVP caliber players, one MVPs they've, They've just anchored that deadly, deadly Dodgers lineup that is extremely deep. And I I really don't see how the Padres can match that talent at the top of the lineup. Yes, the Padres, they have good pitchers. Blake Snell, Joe Musgrove, Mike Clevenger, you Darvish, those are good pitchers. But over, a lot, over time, I think a lineup like that, that is capable of hitting so many home runs and getting on base so often, I think they'll be able to figure figure the, the Padres pitching out. And on the other side for the Padres, their lineup, I mean, they got stars too. Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Josh Bell, great hitters, uh, Yerkson Profar and others. Uh, like the Padres, they're talented and I could see them taking a game, but I just think the Dodgers overall they're just they're just way more way more equipped to win to win in the postseason and they're pitching I mean they get, they have injuries like Walker Bueller and others are hurt but Julio Urias uh Clayton Kershaw Tyler Anderson that's those are really good pitchers right now at the top of the Dodgers rotation so I am going with the Dodgers in four games versus the Padres, um, but it should be entertaining nonetheless because you you know postseason baseball is just just something special. Next, the other NLDS series is the Braves taking on the Phillies. Um, the Braves, of course, are the defending World Series champions. They're the favorites in this series, and I am going to pick them to win in four as well. Let's start looking at analyzing the Braves and their depth as well. All right, you can make an argument that the Braves are actually a more complete team than the Dodgers and actually the most complete team in baseball right now and left in the postseason. Uh, just look at their starting pitching depth. Max Fried, Charlie Morton, who's very experienced, won the World Series with the Astros in 2017. Kyle Wright, um, 
a very good young pitcher who actually led the National League in wins this year. Um, they just yesterday signed Spitzer Strider, another one of their star young pitchers, um, to a massive extension through 2028, <clears throat> I believe. So their pitching core is great. And their bullpen also, you got guys like Raysel Glacius, um, who's been red hot, Kenley Jansen, their closer, who's not in his prime, but can still do pretty pretty good job at closing out Colin McHugh, A.J. Mentor, Dylan Lee, and others. Just a stacked pitching lineup or, or pitching staff. And not to mention the Braves lineup, which is arguably the deepest in baseball, not named the Dodgers. Ronald Acuna, Austin Riley, Matt Olson, Dansby Swanson, Ozzy Albies, um, and others. Just great. <laughs> just, just a complete team. Like, what is that? I can't find a distinguishable weakness on this roster. Um, and it's hard not to justify them going all the way again this year. Um, and against the Phillies this year, they were 11-8 in the season series with them. So they have the advantage. And they are also an elite defensive team. And going on to the other side for the Phillies, they are the worst defensive team left in the playoffs. So that does not bode well for them against the Braves. And the Phillies bullpen, when they played the Braves, they gave up almost a three ERA to that squad. So if guys like Aaron Nolan, Jack Luther, who are both elite pitchers, if they get chased early, then um, in their starts, then, well, I think it'll be GG and the Braves are just going to take the series. Now, the Phillies do have power in their lineup. You have Kyle Schwarber, who led the National League in home runs. Bryce Harper is a superstar. He can do it all. Uh, Reese Hoskins added another 30 home runs for the squad. JT Realmuto, arguably the best catcher in baseball, um, up there with Will Smith and others. Nick Castellanos, he's a good hitter as well in that lineup. So the Phillies, they're no slouch. Um, but like I said, bad def- bad defensively. Their bullpen didn't do great against the Braves. And uh, I, I just, yeah, they're not complete like the Braves, not even close. And I'm going to pick the Braves to win the series in four games. Uh, Phillies might take a game in Philadelphia, but um, the Braves' depth and talent, I think, will will get the best of the Phillies in the NLDS. And that means, to no one's surprise and to most people's n- surprise, I have the Dodgers and the Braves in the NLCS, NLCS this year, a rematch of last year, which the Braves won. And then, you know, what happened after that. Okay, moving on to the ALDS, you have the New York Yankees taking on the Cleveland Guardians, and the uh, and the Guardians dispatched of man, I'm for, how am I forgetting who the Guardians played? <laughs> I had to have known. Uh, oh yeah, the Rays, of course. The yeah, the Guardians dispatched to the Rays fairly handily in two games, although game two <laughs> went fifteen innings and they ended up winning one to nothing. So that that was quite the snooze fest. But getting to the series, um right off the bat, you start with the Yankees and Aaron Judge, who uh set the AL home run record this year and is most likely going to win AL MVP. Um and the Yankees lineup too. You got you got Giancarlo Stanton, you got Anthony Rizzo, and you got a bunch of power bats up and down that lineup. So the key for the Yankees to win this series is to win, is to hit some home runs. Um, and uh, 
and also rely on their starting pitching to strike out a lot of guardians, which the Yankees pitchers are good at striking out uh, the opposition. They're very good. But the thing is, Garrett Cole, their ace, he's a great pitcher, but this year he allowed the most home runs in the American League at 33. So I guess the good good thing for the Yankees is the Guardians do not hit a lot of home runs, but the Guardians, they don't strike out a ton and they make a bunch of contact. So the key for the Yankees is also to get out ahead and get out early, get ahead early with the home run ball and not have it like two to one in the seventh inning or something, because that's a scenario where I could see the Guardians, you know, ultimately winning their game with their pitching and their small ball. The Yankees are five and one versus the Guardians this year. So they have they have the Guardians number, but like I said, the Guardians they make a lot of contact. They don't strike out a ton. Shane Bieber and Tristan McKenzie are two elite pitchers at the start at the at the top of their rotation. Um, the Guardians have a ton of elite set of guys in front of their closer Emmanuel Clase, who um, is arguably the best closer in the game this year. Not named uh, Edwin Diaz, and he converted forty two out of forty six of his save opportunities. And not to mention the Guardians also have an elite defense behind behind their pitchers. So they they have the players and the, the pitching and the defense to get the job done versus the Yankees. But the Yankees hit a lot of home runs, and the Guardians do not. In fact, the Guardians have the lowest home run total among playoff teams left. Um, so I think this series is going the distance. Um, the Yankees, I think, will take Game 5 at Yankee Stadium. Um, but just keep an eye on that, that just keep an eye on the score. If it's close count on the guardians sticking around and maybe winning one or two games. Uh, but the Yankees, I think will hit some clutch home runs and they will end up winning the series in five games. And then finally, the second ALDS series and the last one I'll cover for today is my Houston Astros hosting uh, and taking on the Seattle Mariners. So uh, the Astros, they are by far and away the best team in the AL. That's not bias. That is just pure facts. Um, number one seed. Um, just arguably the best pitching overall in baseball, starting starting pitching rotation and bullpen. Just elite guys everywhere you look. Um, just look at their starting rotations. Um Justin Verlander, their ace, 1.75 ERA, lowest AL ERA since Pedro Martinez, which was 20 years ago plus. Um, Verlander, he was pitching like he was in his 20s again. Just unbelievable ace stuff from him. Should win the Cy Young this year. Um, and right behind him is Framber Valdez, who set the club record for quality starts this year. Uh, Lance McCullers Jr., another elite pitcher. That's their third pitcher. Um, and you got Christian Javier, too, and Jose Ukidi, who are also great starting pitchers, and the numbers back that up. And we, you know, in in the postseason, the rotations get shrunk, so you may not see, like, guys like Javier and Ukidi starting very much. Um, they'll be mainly coming out of the bullpen for maybe long sessions for three, four, five innings, something like that, if, if need be. Um, and further about the pitching – Second starter ERA in the season, first in bullpen ERA. So it's hard to argue against the Astros having the best pitching staff in the majors. And getting to the Astros lineup, they 
they're not as potent as past roster lineups have been. I mean, they've lost George Springer and Carlos Correa from the lineup, but they still have Jose Altuve and Alex Bregman, uh, both elite infielders who were obviously on the 2017 World Series championship team. Um, you got Jordan Alvarez, arguably the best left-handed hitter in the game. Um, Kyle Tucker in right field, who's hit 30-plus home runs the past two seasons and playing good defense, too. Um, those four anchor this Astros lineup, definitely. You got Jeremy Pena, who uh, has made Astros fans really forget about Carlos Correa kind of this year because he's doing Carlos Correa-like production at a fraction of what Carlos Correa costs with the Twins. So, and if not for Julio Rodriguez of the Mariners, Jeremy Pena would probably be the AL Rookie of the Year this year. Um, but the Astros lineup, the bottom part isn't that great. Uh, Trey Mancini, after his uh, trade from the Orioles, hasn't been doing so great. He's been hitting under 200. Um, Yuli Gurriel has had a very down year. Um, I don't know. It, it might be Yuli's last season with the Astros. We'll see what they do with him in the offseason. Um, catcher spot. Um, you know, Martin Maldonado is an elite defensive catcher, arguably the best in the game, but his hitting is absolutely atrocious. And they brought in Christian Vasquez from the Red Sox to try and fix that, but he hasn't hit any, any home run since the trade deadline when he came over. Um, and the Astros center field spot, you never know who's going to play. Is it Chaz McCormick? Is it Jake Myers? Is it Mauricio Dubon? Um, it, it's just a hole right now in the lineup, and Chaz McCormick is the best option numbers-wise, but then again, it's it's not working out really right now. Um, I hope Dusty Baker really use, utilizes the best offensive lineup um, for the Astros. I have argued that it should be in, in no particular order, but this is kind of the order I want it to be. Um, Jose Altuve, Yuli Gurriel, Jordan Alvarez, Alex Redman, Kyle Tucker, Trey Mancini, Jeremy Pena, Olympus Diaz in center, and then Christian Vasquez as the catcher. And then on the bench, you have Chaz McCormick, Mauricio Dubon, Jake Myers, and J.J. Matajevich. Um, and they won't play that much, but that's kind of the best lineup I see that the Astros having. Um, but with Dusty Baker's postseason past, um, I, I'm not sure who's going to optimize the lineup the best. But rest, you can rest assured that the Astros are the best team, and I'm going to pick them to win in four games. Um, they're just way more talented than Mariners everywhere. Um, and speaking of the Mariners, they're right now they're just a team of destiny. Um, they dispatched to the Blue Jays in two games, somewhat surprisingly, but not because Luis Castillo and Logan Gilbert, they're really good pitchers, and they're very capable. Um and the Mariners overall, they're playing with confidence. I mentioned Julio, Julio Rodriguez just a second ago, AL Rookie of the Year. Uh, he got paid big the big bucks, and um, he was injured part of the year, but he's coming back, and he's playing great. Um, and the Mariners lineup, they also have hitters like Ty Franchez, Ty France and uh, Eugenio Suarez. Uh, like, they're, they're a good lineup, but no bias. I just, the Astros are a better team right now. There, there is no doubt about that. The numbers, the players, it, it just that's just facts. So I'm going with the Astros in four games. Um, and with that being said, my 
ALCS would, of course, be the Yankees and Astros, which most people have had already thought about before the season even started. So, yeah, I'm going with going with the Astros in this series, and we'll see how they do. And I, I'm anticipating them facing the Yankees. All right, so that's the episode for today. Um, getting my uh, divisional series picks in before they start today. And uh, coming up later this week, of course, you got my football picks. Um, the, NH- the NHL also kicks or pucks off tonight, I guess, is if you want to call it that. I'm not sure. I'm getting more, more and more interested in hockey every year. Um, we'll see how much I actually watch the NHL. I'm no expert on it, so don't expect much coverage from it. But, um, yeah, I mean, football season's in full swing. College football, we're already like halfway done, almost halfway done with it, more than halfway done. And NFL is going on to week six now. Um, NBA starts uh, next week, I believe, on Tuesday. And uh, college basketball, like I said, starts up again soon in a few weeks. So, yeah, fun sports month coming up. And uh, the World Series will be decided in November. So, thank you guys so much for checking out the episode. Share this podcast with your friends and family. And I'll see you uh, later this week with my football picks and more news. Take care.